Hey everybody, Luke McElroy from Mets Performance Consulting, back with another Physiology Secrets. Uh, it's just quarter time in the D's GWS game. Uh, big D supporter myself, and also just got back from the gym. So I wanted to quickly just jump on to the podcast for the next five minutes or so, just to discuss um, progress so far. And if you're part of the free uh, Mets Mastermind Facebook group, you would have noticed that yesterday I posted in there uh, with a new maximum power number. So it was 1,230 on uh, on Tuesday, and yesterday being Saturday, four days later, uh, we're up to 1,323, so a 93-watt increase in four days. And I posted in the group, um, you know, if anybody had any thoughts as to why max power may have increased so significantly. I think it was about a 7% improvement in just four days. And guys, if you're not in that group, um, I will put a link in the show notes below. Uh, you just need to sign up to the to the Mets Mastermind sort of website where it's, it's all free. You just got to put your email address in. Um, but I will put the link to the Facebook group below as well. So jump in there because I chuck every, every bit of content we create, which is, which is valuable, we put it in there anyway. So podcasts, videos, blogs, all the rest. Um, and we had a few good answers. So we had a, had um, Aiden Rich was was spot on in 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 his explanation of why why peak power output increased. And it's all to do with the the neuromuscular changes as opposed to the the physiological changes. Okay, so neuromuscular system being basically our our mind body connection. So it's our it's my brain or our brain sending the motor signals to the to the legs or to the to the working muscles, telling them what to do. Okay, so. Given that I've only been training in the gym for two weeks, it would be unrealistic to say, hey, I've, I've increased, I've significantly increased any muscle size, um, and I haven't. But what I have done is I've, my brain is now better able to send those signals to my legs, telling them to contract maximally. The, the best way I can sort of explain it is that if, if you look at a cyclist who is um, a beginner, who hasn't been cycling for very long or is just starting out, look at the way that they pedal and what you'll notice is that they're kind of mashes all right so they're going to they're going to um, produce the majority of their force on the downstroke um, but their upstroke is is quite out of time so rather than being smooth spinning circles it's it's almost like two motions really hard on the way down and and quite slow on the way up okay because they don't have that neuromuscular connection to keep uh, perfect circles is, is how I would call it. You see the pros do it. Look at Tour de France. The pros riding, um, their downstroke and upstroke look identical. Right, the, the, the timing is is very sequential. It's very perfect. Whereas an amateur uh, doesn't have that smoothness in their pedal stroke. So it's sort of similar in a in a gym sense. Um, I, I, Skill acquisition, learning how to squat again, learning how to deadlift, um, teaching the brain to set to to stimulate the right muscle fibers at the right time to produce the maximum amount of force. Just given that I've been back on the bike a little bit, haven't you? So I basically took six months off the bike. I reckon I, I rode three times in that six months. Um, even just getting back on the bike twice twice a week even is enough to again um, get those muscle fibers working properly. Okay, we have this thing called reciprocal inhibition, and basically what that means is that. Um, if you look at opposite muscles, only one can contract at a time. So if you look at quadriceps and hamstrings, your quadriceps can't contract until your hamstrings are fully relaxed. Biceps, triceps, you can't contract your bicep unless your triceps are completely relaxed. So just by getting on the bike and, and learning the skill, I, I, we already know how to ride a bike, but reteaching your brain and your muscles 
the, the coordination of, of how they're supposed to interact with each other, that alone is going to increase your power output. So that 93 watt increase wasn't so much that my muscle fibers are any bigger um, or I'm any stronger. Uh, it's more that the my, my brain is now making those neural connections with the muscles and telling them to fire sequentially and, and in the right order to, to generate the maximum amount of force. Now, this is really good in a sense because it means that in the first four weeks of this program, so you know, another two weeks or so from now, I should still see some significant improvements. We might be hitting 1,500 watts in the next two weeks. The downside is that there is going to become a, a plateau. Okay, So once we get through, generally it's, generally it's about four weeks is is that neuromuscular transition. But after about four weeks, I'm going to plateau in any neural stimulation and, and we're actually going to have to increase uh, the muscle fibers themselves, which obviously take a little bit of time. So um, if we count ahead sort of nine or 10 weeks when, when I want to hit this 2,000 watt goal, the rate of progression at the moment would suggest that we're going to make it, but unfortunately, it's not going to be 70% improvements every four days uh, because we're going to get that neural plateau uh, very soon. Another another point that came up um, was to do with um, psychological readiness. So if, if I wasn't as motivated to you know, push the power on Tuesday as opposed to yesterday, that would affect the result. A very, very viable um, exl- explanation. Not the case um, in, in this circumstance just because... I feel as though I was I was well rested. Um, I was motivated, equally motivated on Tuesday and yesterday. So definitely a factor, um, but not so much in this circumstance. A little bit warmer yesterday. It was quite a warm day, so my muscle temperature may have been higher, um, which is going to help with contractions. But as I said, uh, the main reason being um, that neuromuscular coordination. My brain remembering almost how to to send um, powerful signals to the legs, telling them to contract. So as a bit of a takeaway. Um, what this sort of means in an endurance perspective, obviously not everybody here is sprint cyclists, actually very very few are, most of us are, are longer distance um, endurance races, but given that we can actually see such significant improvements in strength in as little as four weeks, or even two weeks, I'm up 7% in two weeks, um, just through learning the movement, it doesn't even have to be heavy, don't be afraid to get in the gym. If you just just learn how to squat, learn how to deadlift. They're the only two big movements I'm doing. Basically, I go in, do some plyometric jumps, do some sled pushes and pulls, do a warm up and all that sort of stuff, of course. Um, and then I'm just doing squat and deadlift at the moment. There's only two exercises I'm doing, and that's seeing a significant improvement in power. So don't feel like you have to go like a massive 12 week training program or a 16 week block or a six monthly plan or whatever. Four weeks is probably all you need, and it doesn't even have to be heavy. It can be very. It could be just be the barbell, just getting the movement right, and and really thinking about that movement and, and training your brain to send the signals to the muscles. So, um, you will see big benefits in four weeks. Break it down bit by bit. Get in the gym because it's it's very useful, uh, particularly for runners, because uh, there there's a lot of research out there which suggests that plyometric training so that's things like where you do squat jumps um, jumping on like box jumps so um, jumping onto a meter box for example that stuff is that that will significantly improve your running economy particularly for for distances around 5k's okay so it is very useful to do I'm only going twice a week at the moment and we see 7% improvement in two weeks so you don't need to do heaps just get in the gym make some time I'm there for half an hour twice a week. It's not a big commitment. Um, and the proof's in the pudding. You're going to see significant improvements in your strength. Um, as a result, you're going to perform better. You're going to become more fatigue resistant because you have better core muscles. Um, but it, over, overall, you know, fewer injuries 
um, due to increased strength. So hopefully that gets the the creative juices flowing, guys. But um, just get in the gym. It doesn't need to be a big commitment. Commit to four weeks, and I guarantee um, if you get somebody to show you the correct technique, you will see um, rapid and significant results uh, in a very short space of time. Speak to you again soon. Footy's back on. Um, go the Ds.